0: Hello, and welcome to Handled-ish, Productivity for the Imperfect, a weekly podcast for those who want to elevate their productivity but are not looking for perfection. I'm your host, Betsy Hayes, and I am so glad you're joining me from podcast land or from YouTube. Today, we're gonna talk about decision fatigue and why reducing it really matters. So first of all, what is decision fatigue? It's actually an official psychological condition, so if you're interested, you can do more research. And I encourage you to, as always. But from a handled-ish perspective, it's how we have to make so many decisions each day that sometimes all of these decisions make us tired and takes away from our cognitive capacity to do other things. And that's why it's really important to talk about it from the perspective of productivity especially productivity for the imperfect. We can't eliminate decision fatigue, but we can definitely reduce it. There are a lot of ways to do so. First thing is to think about what we wear. Um, Many of us spend a lot of brain power thinking about what to wear. Now here's where I want to just take a little tangent and talk about how everything we talk about on this podcast um, is not necessarily going to work for you. So my goal is to share information, and if it resonates with you and you want to try it, awesome. And if you don't, that's also awesome. We are all different human beings, and I am a huge fan of customizing. All right. So on that note, some people really love this side of things. They love to spend time thinking about what to wear. And this brings them huge amounts of joy. And to that, I say, go you. For the rest of us, let's chat a little bit. So case in point, me and this podcast, I decided to wear the same thing while it's cold. <laughs> and once it gets warmer, I will change my clothes. Um, I decided to get rid of the decision fatigue that would be associated with what am I going to wear for each particular podcast. So that's an example, and we'll see how it works. So another thing, an example from my life, is I don't know how long ago, six, seven years ago, I just made a decision to wear dresses to work every single day. So if you look at my closet, I have warm-weather dresses, I have cold-weather dresses that are mostly sweater dresses, and then I have a bunch of sweaters to handle those in-between times. It has made getting dressed for work exponentially easier at the, end, at the beginning of each week, I will just take five dresses, I will put them in the front of my closet, and then every morning I will pick from those five based on how I'm feeling or what I have going on for the day. The decision fatigue has been reduced immensely, and it's actually brought me a lot of joy. Outside of work, I pretty much wear dresses all the time too, except in the winter, because you know, sweats and leggings, jeans, are still kind of fabulous. So think about maybe doing that for yourself, right? If you don't like dresses, please don't wear them. Um, You could wear black pants every day. And in your closet, you could have a whole bunch of different black pants, dressy ones, casual ones, cropped ones, flared ones, long ones, um, whatever you would like. And then maybe pick a color palette for your blouses, right? I will buy blouses in these three colors. And that way, um, when you go shopping, Trust me, this makes life so much simpler. Your eye will go to black pants and blouses in the color palette that you have chosen. It reduces decision fatigue. You always feel good about what you're wearing. And to be honest with you, life satisfaction goes up significantly. I know that sounds a little dramatic, but from my experience, it's not the case. Another way to reduce decision fatigue as far as what to wear is maybe simplifying your jewelry. Maybe just have a couple of, of things that you rotate around and or wear the same jewelry every day. A lot of people do it. And to be honest with you, no one is noticing. And if they do, they will say, look at that lovely jewelry that that person wears every day. Um, you could do the same with shoes right you could have a couple of pairs of of warm weather shoes a couple of pairs of cold weather shoes and then you know something for you know when you're casual or when you're exercising again reducing decision fatigue Um, so I'd love to know what you think about that if you do reduce decision fatigue regarding what you wear Um, because I think this whole area is is very fun to explore Another place that you could uh, reduce your decision fatigue is in the idea of gift giving. Again, you want to reduce your number of choices. So perhaps pick one or two things that you provide as gifts if you're giving to a child. For example, you could be the one that always gives books. You could be the one that always gives Legos money is always wanted. (laughs) So, you know, those are the things that, again, will just make life easier for gift giving. And then same thing with adults, right? If it's a family member, it's X type of thing. If it's a friend or if it's an acquaintance, I, I do something different. So think about how you can reduce decision fatigue in that area. Related to that is thank you gifts. So gosh, probably 15 years or so ago now, I decided that I would give Starbucks cards as thank you gifts. I don't have to think about what kind of gift card I want to buy. I will just choose the amount based on the type of thank you and call it a day. Um, Even if people don't drink coffee, this is this podcast is not being sponsored by Starbucks. (laughs) I'm just telling my truth. Um, Even if people don't like coffee, there's all kinds of treats and things that they can get. And if they really don't like Starbucks, they can give the gift card to someone else. (laughs) And um, also the, uh, if Someone has done something really, really great, and I want to provide a more significant thank you. I will make a pan of my famous chocolate chip bars. And if you reach out to me, I will absolutely share that recipe. It is not a secret, but it's really, really, really good. And no one has ever been sad when you show up with a pan of chocolate chip bars. Trust me. A related idea is just this whole idea of shopping, right? You could reduce the amount of stores that you regularly shop at. That doesn't mean that you can't go to other stores, but pretty much go, okay, well, if it's not at X or Y, maybe I will do something different. Again, reducing that decision fatigue by reducing the number of choices in a particular area. Eating in restaurants is also a fun way to reduce decision fatigue. Um, Some people get a lot of anxiety trying to figure out what to order. Um, Again, if this is not you, please ignore the next couple of sentences. Um, you could figure out, okay, well, if I am going to an Italian restaurant, I will typically order, you know, gnocchi or spaghetti. If you are at a Mexican restaurant, I will typically order a cheese enchilada or taquitos. And if I am at a restaurant that just serves sort of more traditional regular things, Um, I will, you know, get a Caesar salad or some kind of chicken with mashed potatoes and vegetables, whatever. The idea of the choice doesn't matter as much as you have an idea, um, whether you're either ordering from a restaurant or walking in to eat. That way, you just pick from your list of choices, and then you can enjoy um, the meal, the people you're with, the ambiance, you know, whatever else, and you're not spending time or energy Deciding what to eat, meal planning is another place where decision fatigue can can kind of bring people down. Um, Again, you want to reduce your number of choices, have a plan. It can be a super loose plan, but um, I do this and I think it's so helpful. Um, You can have a certain day of the week where it's crock pot, certain day of the week that it's leftovers. You know, Taco Tuesday is a thing for a reason. And to be honest with you, if you want to vary your types of tacos, you could go many weeks before you are repeating your particular type of Taco Tuesday. Um, You could have a day of the week that you either order in or eat out. Um, I know a lot of families love make your own pizza night. Um, You know, put together a loose rotation. You won't ever have to worry about what to fix for dinner again. The last thing I want to talk about today regarding decision fatigue is is actually a really interesting one because I don't think that we consider how much um, we don't think about this. So this is in the area of free time or leisure time, whatever you want to call it. Um, To be honest with you, I actually don't like any of those labels. Perhaps we can talk on a future podcast of what what we should call time that we have control over. (laughs) I don't know. That's not a great phrase either. But you know what I'm talking about. (laughs) So if we don't have some ideas about what to do during this time, Decision fatigue could lead to us using this time the way we don't want to, right? I also hate the phrase wasting time, but that's kind of the idea I'm talking about. If we have some free time or time that we have control over and we haven't thought about it ahead of time, because we've made so many other choices during the day, sometimes we'll just spend that time scrolling, And if that's what you want to do, 100% go for it. No judgment. But if you're like me, there's times where you think, oh, well, I'll just look online for a little bit, look at my social for a little bit, and then I'll figure out what to do, and the time gets eaten away. So I encourage you to have many ideas here. And even write them down so you have them to, to reference. And I know that sounds a little bit silly, perhaps. But when you have free time, you can just look at your notes on your phone. And I encourage you to have different size ideas. So have small ideas right, for when you just have a few minutes of time. You could have medium ideas, you could have large ideas, you could even have extra large ideas. Let's say you get a gift of an entire day that you um, don't have a lot going on that's scheduled. Um, so that way when this time emerges, because sometimes it is planned, but as you know, sometimes it isn't, right? We get a meeting canceled or you know, a family member says, I'll take the kids for the night or whatever. Um, sometimes we don't know this time is coming. So when we think about it in advance, we can maximize it and, and frankly, enjoy it a lot more. So decision fatigue is a thing. I'm sure you've experienced it yourself. And um, I think we could all benefit from doing what we can to reduce it as much as possible. So today, I've shared several areas where I'd love for you to think about how you can reduce your own decision fatigue. And there's obviously a lot more. In fact, I've thought of a couple while recording this podcast, so this will be a topic we revisit. I absolutely promise. And hopefully this has provided you with some ideas that you can employ in your life. Thank you for joining me today. I'd love to hear what you think. Please let me know at my website, BetsyAHays.com. That's Betsy, don't forget the A, -A H-A-Y-S.com. And to help keep this podcast going, please consider subscribing, sharing with a friend, and maybe even rating and reviewing. I very much appreciate and value your support. And thanks as always to my amazing producer, Gianna with RPM Public Relations. Tune in next week for the next episode of Handled-ish Productivity for the Imperfect. Until then, take care and be kind to yourself. You are doing way better than you think you are, trust me.